It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, and romance is on the menu tonight. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Hello, hello. Uh, let me just open up the phones right now. 855-905-8255. If you need advice, want to chat with us, comment on anything tonight. Simon. Yes. What's going on with you? Your face when you walked in today. <laughs> Usually Simon walks in like skipping and today you look a little troubled. Do you what's going well, on? Do you want to discuss or should I keep it private? No, we can I mean I need I need to get to get your perspective. So, you know, I'm a bit confused, you know. I'm, I'm okay. you know I'm I'm very romantic. You are the romance expert. Uh, well, yeah, or, at least, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh here's what happened. You know, I went on a dinner tonight you tonight, did. Right before the show, right? You know. Early. Hence, okay, something must have gone late. wrong. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, Angie. That's okay. what I'm wondering. We go to that dinner, this lovely person, and then now tonight I wonder if I did the right thing. Okay. I wonder if if, if it, did you leave it kind of like weird? So this was a female. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> and it, it, was this a romantic dinner? I don't think so. Maybe she thought so. Ah. So. And then I was like a little confused. I was here to have dinner. I wonder. If she was here for something else. Okay. And then, you know, I was like... You guys, the, the lines were crossed here, and there was some confusion. Well, I hope I didn't hurt feelings. That's that's why, you know, I'm like... I can't imagine you would ever hurt anybody's feelings. Well, no, Because you're I, the I, biggest sweetheart. Well, thank you, but I may have. Okay. So I, I need to tell you that story, because I just wonder if I did something wrong, or if I did the right thing. Okay. You know, so perfect. Well, let's. Well, I want to hear the story. Yes, I know our listeners want to hear the story. <laughs> we never get to hear about dinners that Simon goes on. So, with females. So, when we come back, we'll dissect. Yes, Did you please. do the right thing? Next on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel walked in here all pouty face this evening. <laughs> pouty face. A little bit of pouty. Well, not pouty face, but I can tell I know you. Yeah, you and, do. And uh, you, you're usually like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed when you walk in here. And today you look like somebody pooped in your cornflakes. So <laughs> no. what happened? Oh, my goodness. You went to dinner. <laughs> right after dinner, really, Angie? Okay. Sorry. So, At least it's after and not before. Yeah, exactly. So here's what happens. That's the, the reason why I'm not sure I made a mistake on it. So here's what happened. You know, met this nice woman, and I offered options. Should we go for lunch, tea, or dinner? She picked dinner. Okay. okay. I'm here to make a friend. You know, we're here in Chicago. Right. With, you know, we're all from out of town. I mean, I am and all this. So, yeah, you're still meeting new yeah, people. Yeah, meeting new people uh-huh. and all that. Okay, so here's what happens. So we sit down, and she looks wonderful and all this. Uh, and then after a minute, she started touching my arm. Oh, and la la. And, and, that, and so maybe it was a defensive mechanism because I was not here to seduce her, to charm her. I was here to make a friend. So you weren't going out to dinner with her in a romantic sense. This no. was just like a friend meetup, basically. E- exa- exactly. And you got the impression, I mean, obviously, if well, she's touching you, yeah, that. You know, and she said, okay, what's your game? What's your plan? And we're talking all this. Where am I in life and all this? And then really. I decided to be very honest after five minutes. Why? Because once she touched my arm, I felt that I didn't want to give a false hope. I was not, you know, I'm here to make a friend. Okay. We Which t- is very admirable, by the way. You think so? Or was it well, too early? Well, it might have been too, you said within the first five minutes. Well, because she touched my arm. I but sit down, she does like that, you know, caressing my arm, okay. talking. Oh, caressing. You're caressing. It wasn't just a quick touch. It no, was, it was like caressing. Oh, said, oh, so what are you up? Well, like, what? Very interested. I guess. And what did you say, though? Well, How I, did you phrase it? 
Well, first of all, I said, you know, uh, I said, I'm new in town. You know, I'm here to make friends and all this. I said, I also said, you know, um, you know, I date women closer to my age. This woman was, you know, 37. I said, you know, I'm much older than you. And and so she said, what do you mean? I, I said, you know, I think, you know, four or five years is great. You know, I just... Yeah, a physical attraction for women close to my age. And, like and almost, that, but that's rare. You you understand that, right? Like well, a man, uh, um, it's not like you're a hundred, but you're older than her. <laughs> yeah, by and, eleven years. For a man to say you're too young for me, we're not used to hearing that because we always think that men are chasing really young girls. So and and you know, Angie, because I've shown you pictures of dated women I've dated. Yeah, they're, they're all, all forty five around your yeah, age, exactly. Uh-huh. And that's uh-huh. that's what I prefer. Okay, so that created maybe. A down feeling, like a Debbie Downer moment, where so I was the guy, like you felt her, like sort of shift. Yes, uh-huh. but not defensive. And then she said, "You know, you're so honest. Why don't I, I always end up with guys like you?" I said, "What do you mean?" She said, "Well, you know, different guys I went on different dates, just like show me they're not interested in me." I said, "I'm interested in in your friendship." And then she said, "I get that." I said, "Furthermore, you know, I'm so much older than you. That's that's what it was." And then we talked about each other's love life. And then, you know, I but, said, "I have to go to the show." Okay. And I felt that I heard her feelings. That's what I wanted so to ask you. You were feeling bad when well, you walked in here, like you did something yeah, wrong. That's what I want to ask you, Angie. Do you think being honest too soon or taking a woman on a dinner means automatically it's romantic, or did I do the right thing by being just well, honest all, and just tell her what it was? It's so funny because I love that you're honest. And we women are always saying, you know, you ghosted me. You said one thing, you did another. We're upset when it's shady, when there's like lying or sneaky or you're, you do, you don't do what you say or what you mean or whatever. So we're always complaining about that. And now we have a situation where you're like, hey, uh, I can see where this is going. Yeah. Let me put the brakes on. Five minutes, though, Simon, I'm going to say five minutes is a little early because I think you did notice and you were picking up the right signs that she was interested in something else. But women take rejection and it feels like rejection when it shouldn't be. And, and then I, you're right. And that's why I feel bad. I wonder if and I didn't want to apologize because that would have been worse. Like, right. I, But then because she said to me, I, you know, I overdressed up for you, Simon. Uh, see, she was so trying I said, to you look so fabulous. And so, I, you know, but she did. But she's trying to save face in that moment. Like, oh, I did all this for you and you just want to be friends. But she's the one that insisted on a dinner date. I could go on a lunch date with my boss. I could go on a tea with my boss. It wouldn't be misconstrued as romantic. If my boss asks me to a dinner, I'm going to think he wants something else. Right. Like, you know. But I want to hear what our listeners think. Was Simon a little too honest too soon? Is there such a thing Especially if you know that you're not interested. Yes. Because how many times have you gone on a date and you've never met this person, but once you get face to face, you're like, ooh, I don't feel it at all. Am I supposed to sit here through three hours of BS of this chatter with somebody that I'm not into? Or should I just be like, I'm not feeling it. I got to go. Or I have massive diarrhea. I got to leave. Whatever (laughs) it is just to get out of the room. Uh, When we come back, let's take some calls. 855-905-8255. We're opening up the lines next on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, you were out with a lady this a evening. A lovely lady. A lovely tonight. lady. Yes. Uh, you weren't feeling a connection. I was not. You made it known within the first five minutes. And you, but you're <laughs> feeling bad. Now I feel bad. bad about it. Now you're feeling bad. I feel bad. bad about it. I love that you're being honest because I think a lot of people struggle with what to do in that situation. Yeah, what's the right thing to do, Angie? Well, let's see what our listeners have to say. 855-905-8255. Let's go to the line. Elmhurst, Illinois, listening on 93.9 MyFM. Here's Samantha. Hey, Samantha. Hey, what's up? Hey. Hey, thanks Hi. for listening. Bonjour. 
So you heard <laughs> w- what happened on Simon's dinner tonight. What would you yeah. feel like if this happened to you, or has this happened to you, or or what would you do in his situation? This hasn't happened to me. However, my opinion is that this girl is just incredibly insecure because you handled it like such a gentleman, and oh, I, I don't really know. I don't really know how else you would do that. I mean, it's not your fault that you're not into this person. And again, I'm the type of, this is just my opinion. Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person that like, why waste my time? You know? Do you think you would have said it as as quickly as Simon did? And how would you have said it the same way? Yeah. Okay. Especially if, if she already has like such an issue with the way that he went about it, then it probably would have been worse if he waited longer because then she would have felt let on. She just has some issues. And, um, I don't know how, how much nicer you could have been. I like what you you had to say. See, validated a little bit. I want to find out what other people have to say. We have, uh, our assistant producer, Trisha here and another girl perspective when we come back. Hey, Samantha, thank you so much for listening in Illinois. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. You make me feel better. Yeah. Have a better (laughs) night. Thanks, Samantha. All right. Let's get a few more opinions. Bye-bye, honey. When we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie talking about how soon is too soon when you're on a first date Mm -hmm. or out with someone to show that you're not interested if you don't feel that spark. Because, Simon, you let it be known and you got back up on that. People were like, hey, at least you're honest. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate the last caller because it made me feel better. I didn't know if I did the right thing by being so honest so fast. You felt like she took it not very well. I was or... not sure how she took it. I came here, she went home, and that's why I was you know, you looking rude. for it. You said, hey, I, I like meeting new friends. I'm new to the city. Let's yes. be friends. Let's be friends, exactly. And sometimes that can be, you know, depending on your ego, kind of like a gut punch, but it sounds like everything went well. We have Trisha, our assistant producer here in the studio. Trisha, do you think that Simon did the right thing? I think he handled it well. You do? You I do. do. Because I wouldn't want to be like two or three dates into it and then it's kind of like yeah like you're forcing something at this point would you wait till the end of the date i might change that but if you're immediately already kind of going into it as like you're there and you're like okay we're only gonna be i gotta sit for two hours yeah (laughs) it's like i mean i i think he handled it well you would appreciate the honesty i i would would, would. You, was it, would there be a part of you as a girl? I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was your ego was a little. And let's face it, if you were romantically interested in a woman yeah. and she right away was like, hey, I just want to be friends, your ego would be a little bit like, oh, dang. Oh, it, it would sting a little. Absolutely. It has happened to me many times before. Right. And I think that's probably why you were feeling, did I do the right thing? Because we all know how that feels. Yes, because I don't want to hurt her feelings. All right. Well, hey, it's been confirmed. You did the right thing. Well, yeah, thank you, Trisha. Maybe wait till seven minutes into the date <laughs> instead of five. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, let's take some calls. Uh, people need advice tonight. We'll let you off the hook, Simon. 855-905-8255. Give us a call. Lines are open on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships. We talk all about it. We air out all the problems. We hopefully give you some good advice. Hopefully. Yes, we have a French romantic and an American realist here. That's us, the magic team. Oh, the magic team. The magic team, Boy, the dream team. You would think that that would equate to more money. Hi, I heart. I'm kidding. Um, uh, so anyway, let's go to the phone, Simon. 855-905-8255. The people need the helps. So. Yes. 
on the line listening in Hurstbourne, Kentucky on 100.5 KISS FM. Here's Ethan. Hey, Ethan. Hi, how are you guys? Hi, Ethan. Bonjour. We are good. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. You need some advice? Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Sure. Of course. What's up? Well, I'm in a I'm in a situation now that's been going on for some time. I guess I, I feel sort of bad because I, I I feel like I've put it off for a while. But I'm I'm in a relationship, and uh, it's it's long term. We've been together for almost five years, and we we live together. Mm-hmm. And over the course of the last, I would say, I mean, really, if I'm if I'm being honest, year and a half to two years it's become very clear that our paths are not headed in the same direction. And, um, I, you know, both, I, I think, you know, professionally speaking, but also, you know, personally speaking, um, we are, we're just not, we're not on the same page about where we're going and what our, our goals are. Okay. And mm-hmm. really, um, it started to, I, I thought it was something that would, that we, we could work through or that would, would reconcile itself, you know, but it's really started to take a toll on our relationship, even from like a day to day standpoint. I mean, it's like, we, we go through phases where we, we argue a lot more than we did. Um, we are, we're just, we're, we're less interested in each other. I mean, the physical side of our relationship is really, really depleted and gone away. Um, we don't, spend nearly as much time um, with each other outside of the apartment as we used to. And things Mm -hmm. feel, things feel belabored. You know what I mean? It feels like work, not in a a good way. I I feel, I, I think that we both feel trapped and it's not like I'm not angry necessarily or bitter, but I think like I'm, I'm sort of facing what I view as kind of an inevitable reality of our situation. And I think that, she is sort of a little bit more in denial than I am, but we also, we, we live together. Our finances mm-hmm. are caught up together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I feel, I feel very stuck and I, so I, I you want out, you want out as well. And you hit yeah. you both. And you can see the writing on the wall. Certainly she can too. You can catch that vibe from somebody else. If you're the yeah. one in the relationship that wants out and the other person is still trying, you know, the difference, but you can tell that, yeah. She's not comfortable. Neither of you are comfortable. Do you have kids together? Or are you married? None of that. No, no, no so, kids. No. So the only problem here is un- unmingling the finances together. That's really the only problem. I mean, that's the only logistical problem. I mean, b- beyond all the personal stuff, you know, just we live together. We know each other's families. All you that. guys are t- you guys are tiptoeing around this situation for a long time. Are you afraid yeah. to? have that conversation it's a hard conversation to have like listen this isn't working is that the problem that you're afraid of hurting feelings yeah i guess i guess fear would be a way to to describe it guilt maybe what are you it's guilt so you're afraid of hurting her feelings yeah i think so but you feel that she kind of knows what's up and she maybe is feeling the same way yeah i mean she's Oh, I mean, I guess the personal side of it, she's, she's older, you know, she's a little older than I am. And I, I think that she is, and, and I think more like kind of, uh, in spite of herself over the course of the last year and a half has really kind of become ready for a longer commitment and children. And I am Mm. not ready. for. Okay. Simon, what do you say that he should do? Um, I said, you have to be honest. Uh, uh, love is not a prison sentence. So you have no kids together. 
uh, I have one question for you. How much do you still love her? Oh, that's a great question, Simon. And I want to hear the answer to that question. But can you hang on with us? We have to take a quick break. Ethan, can you hang on? Because uh, we want to learn more, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, stay on the line. More with Ethan. How should he go about this? Is Mm -hmm. he still feeling the love? Mm -hmm. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have Ethan on the phone in Kentucky. Uh, called up, needed some advice about this relationship he's in. Simon, uh, five years, lived together for at least the last year. Um, he has felt it's over, and I think that's basically what you're saying. The love is gone. We're roommates at this point. You're afraid of hurting feelings, things like that. Simon, you posed a question before the break. So I want to pick up with that. Yeah, Ethan, I just want to make sure. How much do you still love her? I mean, I think I'll always love her. I love her, you know, a a lot, very much. I think it's maybe part of where the guilt comes from. I mean, it's like I feel like she wants wants something that I'm not ready to give to her, and she deserves to have that. You know what I mean? Do you feel you have misled her in any way in the last year and a half? Um, No, I, I, I don't. I don't. You haven't made any promises of a ring or or anything like that? No, no. Okay, here's where I think you're confused just from listening in because I've been in this situation. I think when you say that you love her so much that you care for her, you care for her. You don't want her mm-hmm. to be hurt. You don't want her, you know, what you're doing to devastate her. You don't want her to be emotionally messed up. You don't want to crush her dreams. So you care about her. I don't think you're in love with her anymore mm-hmm. can you admit yeah. that yeah i can admit that okay so you're staying out of guilt in this relationship yes. exactly do you feel like it's just yeah. a guilt the guilt is the thing that's holding you back this conversation yeah i think so all right simon we're going to give you some final thoughts ethan please hang on for one more minute um i want to i want simon to give your final thoughts and um we're yeah. going to uh give advice on how you should approach Yep. This conversation, okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, great. More with Ethan when we come back on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Long-term, live-in relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. no marriage. Uh, it's been over for a long time. And Ethan is on the line from Kentucky. He's asking for advice. He knows he needs to end it. He's afraid of the conversation. Simon, how do you even approach that conversation? By being honest um, and taking the right time. There's always a time for everything, Ethan. So if you're at the stage, you're ready to have the final talk. Remember, it's a gift to you and her, uh, to be honest, because there is a, a sentence say, free at last. Free at last. That, one of the most beautiful <laughs> sentences in America, free at last. If you're in a relationship that's not working, when you're freeing your partner, you may hurt her feelings for the first you know, hour or month or so, but you are freeing her from a situation that is going nowhere mm-hmm. and she wants kids, she wants to get married, you're not there. So you say, when you know, when you're ready, you sit down and say, I need to talk to you. And I said, I think it's time for us to separate. And she's going to say, if she says maybe yes, I think so too. Easy conversation. Or if she says, I don't think so, what's wrong and how long have you been feeling like this? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, then be you honest. You have to be honest. Be honest mm-hmm. on all lines. For a long time. Yes, for a long time. And trust me, she knows. You know, she knows. She has an intuition. Even if, yes, you're right, Simon, and you say that all the time, even if um, she is in denial, mm-hmm. whatever it is, we know when our men or our relationships shift. 
Yes, I, I agree with Angie. Everybody has a right to say hi and everybody has a right to say goodbye. Exactly. That's life. The hardest part is saying we need to talk. After yes. that, it'll all come out. That's it. That's all you got to do, okay, Ethan? Yeah. Best of luck to both of you. Okay, thank you. All yep. right. Get those muscles, get that like courage, and you can do it, dude. That's right. All right. All right. Aw. I can hear it in your voice. Of course it's tough. You're like, oh. We've been there. It's the worst. All right. Thank you so much, Ethan. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, I want to talk you and I a little bit more. Yeah. Just me and you. Okay. And, uh, you know, our amazing listeners. All of us together. But you and I, um, so we just had this long conversation with our caller, Ethan, that needed advice. Mm Mm-hmm. That I know everyone has been through. You're in a relationship, a long-term relationship maybe, um, and not married. I'm talking about boyfriend, girlfriend. Especially when you live together, you can start to feel like a prisoner of your own home if you're unhappy. Uh, Finding ways to avoid that conversation, the breakup conversation that you know you have to have. Mm -hmm. You're not happy. Lots of times you're mentally, emotionally gone from that relationship but you're still physically in it like mm-hmm. in the house yeah so how do you have that conversation so simon have you been in this situation before yeah um how what have you done so i've made all the mistakes i've waited too long i didn't wait long enough i went too fast mm. like you know suddenly you start to speak Knee-jerk very fast reaction yeah. Yeah. yeah and then i learned and i learned that it's okay to say goodbye i learned that it's part of the life yes there's a beginning and there is an end mm-hmm. no matter what and therefore, you know, it was a gift to somebody who said it's over. Because wasting somebody's time, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't have, I guess, the courage at one point you, to just it, tell the truth. You, you just nailed it. It's courage. It takes courage. It, it really does because there's so much guilt attached to being the one yes. to have that. Even if you know the other person probably feels the same way, you know when the, the vibe is completely off for a long time. But you're tiptoeing around each other because you don't want to hurt each other's feelings. Yes. Somebody has to strike the match. Somebody has to do it. Absolutely. And why not you? You know, like, just do it. But I've learned one thing is that don't be afraid of tears um, because also us men, we are afraid of women tears. It's natural. Yes. And also women, it's an expression of, of how they feel, but it doesn't destroy them. See, women we are afraid of retaliation. We're afraid of you being angry and yelling, or yelling, being, not even like physical or anything like that. Retaliation in a, well, you're this, you're that, like talking bad about us, like going out and sleeping with our best friend. Like some, we're, we're worried about you getting even where you're worried about us crying we and are. the guilt and all of that. I understand that. Yeah. Um, I was in a relationship. Uh, I'll be a thousand percent honest. The father of my child yeah. for years almost three years after she was born, where it was over. And there was no ooh-la-la. There was no, it was very tense. And I had extra guilt because here I am a new mother. Yeah. And I knew it was over. But in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I come from a divorced family. Right. Here I'm going to break up this family mm-hmm. because I'm unhappy. And I felt selfish for doing that. And... I was waiting for a reason because there, aside from the lack of passion and anything, everything was gone. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for some big blow up, some big reason. Like, let me catch him doing something so I can say, aha, and then I'm not really the bad guy. I didn't want to be the bad guy. because Nobody to me, I, wants to be the bad guy. Ex- and that's why 
our caller called up because he doesn't want to be the bad guy. And I, I believe that. Nobody wants to do that. It's not comfortable. No. I did, however, one day walk by an open computer that he had left up with all his email and boom, 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 lots of cheating on these emails, oh. printed them all out, sat there, and I was like, finally, I have some, I have a reason. I have a reason to go where nobody's going to be mad at me. Nobody's going to say, I can't believe that you just left because you're selfish. Right. I have my reason. He walked in the door, just pacing, hi, what's this? You know what he said? <laughs> no. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. Yeah. He gave me the shaggy excuse. I'm like, what? It's in black, literally in black and white in my hands. He said, I, I didn't do that. And you said? I will be out tomorrow and I'm taking my child and bye-bye. And I was good out tomorrow. Good for you. I was out tomorrow. We have to agree with what you say and we have to give the word goodbye positivism. Right. Everything is not about rejection. Goodbye right. is also freedom, a new life, right. a new love, a new hope. Right. I agree. A New rebirth. Word. Yes. 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 How do you say rebirth in French? La renaissance. I love that. Renaissance. Ooh, I might get a tattoo of that. Write it down renaissance. in French. And I might. Rebirth is a beautiful word. Renaissance. Renaissance. Beau mot. It's a beautiful uh, word. Ah, renaissance. Oh, renaissance. that's what renaissance means. Yeah. Rebirth. Rebirth. Hence, wars, renaissance. Oh, yeah. I get it. I get it. Renaissance. Learn something new every day on this show. <laughs> Thank you, our French welcome, romantic. I love it. All right, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We talk love, dating, romance, and relationships. Mm, you know so, it. So, Simon, sometimes I find really awesome hashtags that are trending on Twitter that are all relationship-related. Mm -hmm. And I think, oh my gosh, I want to ask our listeners, you, everybody, um, what their answers to yeah. these would be. So yeah. the hashtag was, you can't date me if. And okay. I'll, I'll give you some of the answers that people came up with on Twitter. Some of them were, you can't date me if you smell like cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> you can't date me if you disrespect your mother. If you still keep in touch with your exes all the time. Really? If you take our private arguments public, ooh, that's a big one for me. I do not air, <laughs> I do not like relationship dirty laundry being aired out. Uh, if you're trying to change me, that's a big one, especially that's a big one. the older you get, the less you're willing to change who you are because you know who you are. Exactly. Right. Yep. Uh, if you are too cool to dress up for Halloween, some people refuse to dress up for That's Halloween. That's me. Can, can I plead guilty? I'm, I'm like you. you I'm you, the same. You are? I, I, like, every now and then, like, I take my daughter trick-or-treating. She'll yeah, probably yeah. be done now because she's 13, but yeah. when she was younger. But I would always throw on, like, mouse ears or bunny ears just to play along with her. Yeah. But in real life, I, I don't go to Halloween parties and that stuff. It's not my thing. Well, so both of us. But some people are, like... Those kind of oh. like fun spirits that love that Halloween stuff. Not my thing. Maybe it's your thing. <laughs> when we come back, Simon, uh, I want to take some calls from our listeners. Yes. 855-905-8255. What are your non-negotiables? You can't date me if... And I want to hear from you, Simon. <laughs> when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The topic is from Twitter, actually. Mm -hmm. The hashtag was, you can't date me if Simon, some of these were like, if you smoke, if you're too short, uh, if you have an ugly attitude. Simon, what is your, you can't date me if. I've got two on my mind. Closed-minded. If you're closed-minded. Like narrow-minded, closed-minded. Like you can, won't bend at all. Like intellectually, you can't yeah. you know, discuss things. Uh -huh. And B, if you don't have a sense of humor. 
Oh, right. Bravo on both of those. Yes, I mean, can't date me if you don't have a good sense of humor. I love that. Yeah. I used to have a, you can't date me if If? you had beat up shoes. (laughs) What? It sounds very shallow, but like if your sneakers were really dirty or if your shoes were ugly. Yeah, I don't care about that. Really, that would be a- uh... Or if your car was a mess, like on the inside, you got like, I just Really? That would would do it for you, okay. Yes, I feel like it's a metaphor for everything else in your cluttered soul. Okay, so let's go go to the phone. 855-905-8255. It's shallow, but it means something. It is a metaphor. Um, On the line, (laughs) listening right now, Rossford, Ohio on 101. Five, the river. Here's Seth. Hey, Seth. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Good. So you heard us talking about this hashtag, you can't date me if. What's your non-negotiable? If you don't drink. I agree. Yeah, I can't be on a date with somebody who either doesn't drink or only has one. Because I like to drink. And after, like, once I get, like, a drink ahead of them, I start to feel judged. And they're counting. You know they're counting. And they're like the drink police all of a sudden. That's me. Simon, and Simon does, and that's okay. Yeah. But, like, at least you know that you guys are not yeah. compatible in that way. Yeah. But I'm, I'm with you on that one, uh, Seth. And um, <laughs> I, I also heard that you had uh, something else along these lines that you wanted some advice about. Is that true? I'm, I'm going to put you on hold yeah. for a second if you can stay. That'd be great. Cool. When we come back, more on The Rendezvous. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, and romance. Simon Marcel, our Angie French romantic. Our beautiful American realist. Hey, thank you so much. So we have Seth on the line who's yes. listening in Ohio, 1015 The River. Um, this all started about the hashtag on Twitter that I saw, you can't date me if. Mm-hmm. Um, you, what are your non-negotiables, things like that? And then um, Seth was saying, hey, I, I actually need some advice, too, on top of that. Yeah. Um, and so, Seth, are you still there? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Awesome. So what was your problem? Well, so I've been on a few Tinder dates with this girl that I really like. And um, we sort of like our, our startup conversation that kind of got things going was travel. Um, and I oh, love that's to a, travel. That's a good one. I that's a great conversation. Long. I've traveled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've traveled. I've never really traveled with, like, a significant other before, but I've mostly traveled with, like, friends and stuff. Um, But she told me that she was going to New Zealand next month, and I'm like, oh, man, that sounds amazing. And she's like, yeah, and I just sort of casually asked, like, who are you going with? I wasn't digging or anything like that, and she actually said my ex. (gasps) Oh, and so how many dates have you been on? Uh, Three. Three. Okay. And so what did you say so, when she said my ex? I mean, like, I could tell that she was, like, nervous about saying that to me, and I kind of froze up, and I didn't... There was no elaboration on kind of, that? You drop a bomb no, no, like that? She, I mean, she, she kind of, she like, said, like, well, we're, we're definitely still friends. There's definitely no more. There's nothing there. And, like, I, I just didn't say anything. I just tried to be, like cool about it i guess but like a few days later and i kind of want to ask i don't know I'm, I'm curious about it but i also feel like i missed my window to actually like say like hey i mean it's a little weird no well if, i mean it's weird of course it's weird listen i mean if i'm in your shoes and the girl i'm kind of seeing tell me i'm going to new zealand with my ex i have two words bon voyage <laughs> meaning have a yeah. great trip and that's it because i don't buy it 
I, I mean, I'm not one to say. I'm not going see- on a trip with my ex. I mean, I don't you- even want to have a drink with my ex. Like, what? let alone go on a vacation. Yeah. I mean, the drink maybe, but the vacation to New Zealand. I mean, but I mean, you have your instinct. That's what you call us and all that. I like that. I would let it go. I mean, that's. I would. By the too. way, she was honest. She didn't lie. I like that. That's she, good. She's not a liar, I, and I, she owns it. But let her go and have a good trip. I, and move I'm on. surprised that she just dropped that and didn't explain. Because if you're on a date with someone and you've, this is your third date, so you kind of know each other at this point. You're there's obvious interest because it wasn't just one. Now you're on three. You're both interested. How do you just drop a bomb like I'm going with my ex uh, abroad on a vacation? And not explain why. Even worse, Angie. Right. She knew from the first date she was going to New Zealand exactly. with that ex. Exactly. And so, but that may be an okay thing because if she knew that from the get-go and she's still dating, maybe there is no more romantic attraction. But why, though? Because she's on the rebound, maybe. Maybe she broke up with that ex. And she was wanting that old thing back. Yeah, you know, she's she's Mm. dating around and and, and getting her ego back. So Uh, when is she supposed to go, can I ask? uh, Next Um, month. Hmm. So you have. I was like, if she's going next week, I would wait to see until she got back. If she contacted yeah. you, but you have a month window here where she's going to be like, where are you? If you just like disappear. Have you talked to her since you guys had that conversation? Not really. No, this was, when like was two days ago. It was two days ago. Has she tried to like have a, like, where are you? What you doing tonight? Like hang out? She hasn't tried to hang out, but she's texted. Yeah. Just like, hey, how's it going? But mm, it's it, like something's up. I it she, really. I mean, Angie, you said your your intuition was right. You would not go with your ex in New no. Zealand, right? Nobody. All right. So I'm sorry. We have to follow your intuition on I, this one, Angie. I would let it go, and if she keeps, you know, trying to contact you or get together, then just be like, hey, you know, you're you're going on a vacation with your ex. Like I'm in a different place. I'm looking for a relationship. Yes. And it, I don't feel like you're there yet. You know, if you get back, go ahead and text me. And I bet she won't. But like you know, just be breezy and, about it. But I and would wish her well. Yeah, and wish stop her well. Communicating. Have fun, yeah. and then let it go. Agreed. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome, and You're good welcome. luck, hun. Yes. Really. Yes. Oh, thanks so much. All right. All right. You take care, and thank you so much for sharing your story, Seth. And yeah, don't go out with the ex, and then come tell on. the guy your date. I mean, come, come on. on. Hello. All right. Well, good luck to you. More of the rendezvous yes. with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hopefully you learned something about love, dating, and relationships uh, from our show tonight. We started with you, Simon, which was a surprise. Well, I've learned something that I was very honest with uh, uh, the date or the dinner I had saying I just want to be friends right, right there right. at the beginning. Which I is much. I did the right thing. No, you did do the right thing. And so. at first I was like, wow, you're a little harsh, but... How many times have I been ghosted? And I'm like, well, what happened? I wish somebody would have just said, hey, I don't feel like this is a match. Exactly. Or whatever right it is. Right there, yes. Yeah, so we talked about that. Uh, we talked about having the courage to end a relationship. Couples that live together for a long time. One person's done. How do you do that? I have to talk. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, going on a trip with an ex. Is that okay? Oh my God. Not if you're dating. Hi. <laughs> the person's supposed to be cool with that. But, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. when we were talking about ending relationships... We've all been in that place, and Simon, your Simon Says came from there. Thanks, Angie. I said everyone has the right to say hello, and everyone has the right to say goodbye in a relationship. Yeah. They're equally beautiful, because when you say goodbye, you free each other 
for and the option to have a better future without each other. Right. It's not an ugly word to say goodbye. Yeah, I agree. Really. And I and I love that. Um, who said it? Chris Rock. Uh, life is short. But when you're in the wrong relationship, life is long and it can feel like an eternity until you're out of it and you can move on. Exactly. So saying goodbye equals free at last. And free that's at last. That's the most beautiful sentence in America. I love that. Thank you so much, Simon Marcel. Check us out on simonandangie.com. That's our social too, Simon and Angie, mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, the gram, simonandangie.com if you ever want to send an email. And uh, Simon, in bed with Simon, FYI channel, you're up there as well. Yes. And so please go to the website and see us there. Until then, we will be back on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.